All right, we're back again. And uh, we're sitting here talking with Marvin Gaye. No, it's not that Marvin Gaye. I know that's what you're thinking. But this is veteran Marvin Gaye. Marvin, how you doing today? Just fine. Good. So you're here at the Heinz Blind Rehabilitation Center. Why are you here? Oh, my vision has gotten really worse. And so I need to, uh, to uh, break the, uh, uh, touch up on my skills. Okay. Well, let's tell the people at home how you got here. I mean, how long has this been affecting you? Well, this, uh, I was born with uh, RP with his retinitis pigmentosa. But I didn't realize I had it until I was 36. Okay. What happened then? Um, I was driving. Um, I had my own pest control company. And um, um, I was coming from out of town and almost hit a, a lady who I knew that worked at, uh, in the town hall. And she cussed me out so bad that I went straight to the emergency room. And, uh, and that's when I found out that um, uh, I had this RP. And um, within 24 hours, they had taken my license from me. Yeah. How'd that make you feel? Oh, I was depressed because I had worked for Toyota uh, for almost 20 years. And I had left there to start my pest control business and, um, you know, ended up just a year into all my pest control business. Um, not being able to drive and not, and um, the, the, the Department of Agriculture and everybody uh, telling me I can no longer uh, work my pest control business because of my blindness. Okay. So, my goodness, that must have left you in a tailspin. Oh, I was depressed. Did you seek any professional help for that? Oh, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> because in, in Ohio... Um, uh, I was a member of uh, five different blind groups in Ohio, and um, I noticed that um, um, that most of the people that was totally blind had been going to uh, see those doctors, and the doctors would give them some kind of medication that took took the little bit of vision that they had away. So there was no way I was going to go see a, uh, a doctor, psychiatrist, or something. Oh, okay. So how did you end up here at Heinz? How did you hear about that? Um. Actually, it took a long time. I, um, it's only been um, like uh, 15 years that I started uh, coming to the Blind Center. I didn't know this was even available to me. Uh, <clears throat> um, so, uh, but once I started coming uh, to the Blind Center, uh, I was hooked. You know, and I knew that this this is the way. This will help me to be uh, self-sufficient and you know to be able to, uh, to continue a healthy life. Well, I've certainly enjoyed my time here, getting to meet other veterans, and uh, such as yourself. Um, but what are you looking forward to doing once you leave here? Um, I'm looking to um, to work on my voice, um, um, take take some um, voice lessons online, and uh, work on my harmonica. And then I'm ready to hit uh, the Apollo Theater, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and hopefully. Um, uh, America's Got Talent. Oh, wonderful. We'll be looking for you then. Um, so, let me ask you about your name. I'm sure people are curious about it. Go ahead and tell us some story there. Well, I was uh, Marvin Gaye's firstborn son, and um, I kind of stayed hot, hidden for um, uh, almost 50 years. I stayed hidden because um, uh, I was just, just ashamed of what happened to my father, even though I never really had a relationship with him. 
But uh, today uh, is known that I am his son, even though uh, online you won't be able to find me just yet. Uh, but uh, I'm surely was his firstborn son. Uh, and when I'm in the South, uh, they say I, that he spit out. I was spit out because <laughs> I look so much like my father. You know, and even at 64 now, um, I still have people that say uh, uh, that I look just like my father. Cool. All right, well, so what are your plans once you leave here, besides the Apollo Theater? Oh, I have, I have uh, a lot. Well, you know, I have two books out. <laughs> well, tell us about that. Uh, uh, I have uh, on Kindle, uh, Make uh, uh, makes You Want to Holler, and, um, and then I have uh, a short story, uh, Why Blacks Love Jesus, uh, uh, two books that I have had in my spirit for quite a, quite a long time, and um, Greg Austin, uh, who was uh, a member here with us, uh, who shortly left, um, he's a publisher and everything. And with him here, I was able to get both of those done that I've been trying to do for over 20 years. And so I'm really excited that both of those books are on Kindle right now. Give us the names again so people can look those up if they want to. Oh, makes me want to holler. And why black folks love Jesus. Okay, we'll be looking for those on the shelf at Kindle. Um, so, what have you learned here at Heinz? Oh my God, I mean, uh, I'm a real um, computer buff. Uh, I work for uh, American Home Video, it's called Video Concepts. So, I was right there in the very beginning of this movement here with uh, video and audio and stuff. And um, I was selling Advent TVs and... Um, um, uh, IBM computers and and, uh, and uh, Betamax and VCRs and uh, and tapes and everything uh, in the verb when all this movement started. So I'm a real computer buff still. But uh, this time around, uh, I had uh, Apple has really really changed like uh, uh, the watch and and the iPhone and uh, the iPad. Everything is just uh, just. Wonderful. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> uh, to, to be a blind person, I, I still wonder why we would ever do Braille because of the internet is just um, uh, the computers and stuff are just so um, so easy to use and right. you can get around so much easier, especially with voice command and yeah, stuff with, like that. Yeah, with voiceover and, and things of that sort there. Right. So, so those, those are some of the things that I was studying right this time around voiceover and since. Um, I'm, I'm declared blind now. I'm learning how to do uh, dictation so I can just speak into the phone instead of typing it, even though I still I type very well. But I'm just trying to prepare myself. Uh, if I end up losing a tiny bit of vision now, I'll still be able to function. And that's what the center is doing for me with the mobile training and, and things of this sort here. Like I go out every day and uh, I go out... Uh, uh, to uh, Walmart or Target, and they show me how to uh, uh, how to get around in the store, and all these things here. It's just it's just so helpful, right? And so you're not totally blind, is that right? No, yeah. Uh, uh, RP, um, retinitis pigmentosa is tunnel vision. It's like if you went through the Holland Tunnel, the Lincoln Tunnel, you can only see what's in the tunnel. Well, my vision is like looking through a straw, and that's serious when I say looking through a straw. That's exactly wow. <laughs> uh, so I have to I have to really do scanning, and that's what they're trying to teach me now. 
is how to scan so I'm, I'm not walking into everything, walking into, uh, when I'm walking to a door, I'm walking to the side of the door instead of the door and things of this sort here because I only have the one eye also. I don't have both the tunnel vision in both eyes. I only have one eye to look out of. And so I have to be careful and, uh, and scan. So I'm just pr- learning how to scan. It's almost like learning <laughs> how to walk now. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I understand that scanning. I have to do that too. I can't see anything from the waist down. So um, I'm, I'm constantly scanning my surroundings. Um, so I'm trying to get the point across to everyone out there listening that blindness um, is as different as people are different. Everybody's vision loss is not the same. We don't all stand around walking around with a, a cane and a, a CNI dog or a dark sunglasses. I mean, the person next to you may have some vision loss and you don't even know it. So be open to people that are out there and uh, try and help them out when you see them. And uh, anyway, Marvin, let me talk to you more about um, what your plans are for the future. Oh, really, um, I'm kind of excited because um, um, I'm doing real well with my voice. I just need to, uh, to, to uh, like I said, to, uh, to go online and, and, um, and get a voice coach on uh, what I have found today. And, um, and with the voice coach there, I believe I, I would be very successful uh, with uh, singing. When I was out west in, um, uh, in the uh, 80s, uh, I used to get paid... Um, $250 just to lip sync a song. <laughs> and uh, that was pretty good. I mean, just to lip sync a song. So now with me uh, actually singing, and I have the talent, I'm a really performer. Um, uh, I-, I think I'm going to do real well. I think that um, I'll go pretty far in America's Got Talent. I don't, by no means do I expect to win it, but I think that I'll go real far in America's Got Talent. Good. Well, uh, hopefully we'll do another interview after you do America's Got Talent. Okay, wonderful. So keep in touch with me through email and everything. We'll we'll get you back on the air again. Thank you. All right. Well, this is it for today. I just wanted to thank Marvin for being here. And, uh, folks, I hope you enjoyed this program. We'll be back on the air again uh, next week with a new interview.